0: Welcome to A Bon Bon Facts Podcast with Matt and Joanna. We provide valuable information that affects your everyday life, and for your entertainment only. Hello everyone. Welcome to our podcast. Today, we extracted the contents from our second book, China, Death Food, and we will continue to do a series of podcasts on this book. Today's topic is, Tea. You will find out who is top tea producer in the world? What are the benefits of drinking tea? Why has the World Health Organization advised not to drink more than 5 cups or 1 liter of tea per week and not to eat tea leaves? You will also discover the naked truth about fluoride in tea. This podcast will make you think twice about drinking tea. For centuries Tea has been consumed daily worldwide in many cultures. It was fine back then. But what happens now?
1: Matthew, I love tea. I used to have tea parties for my girlfriends. In upscale hotels, they still serve high tea for a very expensive price. I recall having high tea in a very fine hotel in England, many years ago, the Dorchester. That was quite a memorable experience. The Japanese have tea ceremony, where people enjoy the finest tea in Japan. The Chinese have been drinking tea for many centuries. How can you tell people to think twice before drinking tea? Tea is part of their culture. Also, what is the big deal about fluoride? In the United States, fluoride has been added to tap water. So, obviously, some states still think that fluoride is beneficial.
0: Joanna, the answer is, the environment has changed. The majority of tea plants is no longer grown in pristine mountains with pure air and water. As far as fluoride is concerned, science is an ongoing process where scientists discover new findings every day. What they thought 50 years ago may not be valid today. This is also true for the medical field. For example, some 10 years ago, Scientists revealed that DNA is not our destiny. We were born with a certain set of DNA, but our environment and lifestyle choices could influence our genetic code. Only 5-10% to 10% of all cancer cases can be attributed to genetic defects. So, if you think that you inherited the disease from your parents, please examine your lifestyle and you food choices first, before rushing to conclusion that it is genetic. And, Maybe your parents have the same lifestyle as yours. Some doctors will tell you it is genetic, but they need to read more about new research.
1: Well said Matthew. This is the reason why our podcasts are so valuable. We will change the way you think about food and lifestyle, that could lead to serious diseases. Of course, medications will fix certain health issues, but keep in mind that they all have side effects. It is just a vicious circle. For example, some blood pressure medications may suppress your immune system, particularly the natural killer cells, which hinder your body's ability to fight diseases. If you wonder what a natural killer cell is, it is a type of white blood cell from your immune system that can kill tumor cells or cells infected with a virus. Under a healthy condition. Your body has the ability to fight certain diseases and health issues. Unfortunately, most of us do not have this luxury, due to our lifestyle, or toxic food supply. One way that we can improve our health is, to be more careful of what we eat, and to understand where our food came from. Please stay tuned. I will tell you later about my tea story, and what happened to me from drinking tea this is a true story that i want to share with our audience
0: joanna let's find out which countries import the highest amount of tea and who are the tea suppliers in 2019 the united states imported the highest amount of tea worldwide 488.4 million dollars followed by russia 425.7 million dollars and united kingdom $356.5 million. China, Argentina, and Japan were the top three tea suppliers to the United States. China has been the leading producer of tea in the world, with over 2.5 metric tons in 2018. Almost two thirds of the tea produced in China is green tea. In 2019, China exported approximately $2.02 billion worth of tea making it the leading exporter of tea worldwide. Other large tea producers and exporters include India, Kenya, and Sri Lanka.
1: Interesting. Let me repeat what you just said. Two-third of tea produced in China is green tea. China is the leading exporter of tea to the United States and worldwide. Therefore, by living in the United States, the chance of me buying green tea from China Is greater than I thought. Do you know that green tea is my favorite drink of all time?
0: Well, green tea does have some beneficial antioxidants and nutrients. So, don't feel bad about it. Green tea provides a small amount of magnesium, calcium, potassium, phosphorus, and other trace elements considered necessary for health. White and green teas have the highest concentration of antioxidants called catechins that help prevent Alzheimer's disease, hypertension, and obesity. Green tea also has strong antibacterial properties, that prevent tooth cavities.
1: Then, let's go back to your beginning statement. Why has the World Health Organization advised not to drink more than 5 cups, or 1 liter of tea per week? And not to eat tea leaves? I feel like drinking tea is similar to smoking cigarettes.
0: You got your point. Do you know that tea plant is a hyperaccumulator? A hyperaccumulator is a plant capable of growing in soil or water with very high concentrations of metals. The plant absorbs these metals through their roots and retains an extremely high levels of metals in their tissues. The quality of tea depends on its cultivation conditions, such as soil, environmental contamination. And weather condition. In the old days, we talk about a hundred years ago, pea cultivation used to be in pristine condition, where soil, water, and air were pure. There were no toxic contaminants. Today, particularly in China, the soil and air toxic contaminants are mostly directly related to the use of coal from factories. China accounts for approximately half the world's coal consumption, and plans to continue expansion of new coal power plants. Coal-burning power plants supply 70% of the energy in China.
1: Yes, I know that, air, soil, and water, are toxic in China. This is due to excessive coal consumption in China. We just talked about it in our previous two podcasts.
0: Pollutants such as, toxic heavy metals, have been found in tea, due to the tea plant's absorption, and deposition of these elements on tea leaves. Aluminum, mercury, lead, arsenic, cadmium, and other toxic elements, have been found in tea leaves. Harmful effects of heavy metals have been documented by many researchers. They disrupt the endocrine, and immune systems, causing insulin resistance and permanent damage to key enzymes central nervous system and kidneys
1: Matthew you just gave me a chill on my shoulders i wish i knew about these facts 20 years ago i also read that fenugreek popular in indian cooking is also a hyperaccumulator of heavy metals like tea plant especially cadmium and lead fenugreek is known for balancing hormones and has other health benefits I remember seeing fenugreek greek pills at the health food store, and bought some for myself.
0: Joanna, wait until you hear this. The Journal of Toxicology published a tea study, that confirmed drinking more than four cups of tea a day may contribute significantly to a toxic load. The study sampled 30 different brands of a variety of teas, purchased at supermarkets in Canada. The tea samples are consistent with tea sold in the United States. Researchers found that most tea sampled, from various origins, contained heavy metals, regardless whether the tea is organic, or non-organic. However, tea from China has the highest amount of lead, arsenic, and cadmium. The longer the tea was left in the hot water, the higher level of heavy metals would come out. Steeping tea for longer period of time increases the levels of these contaminants by 10% to 50% over steeping for 3 minutes. Therefore, steeping for longer than 3 minutes should be avoided. A few prior studies have brought the concern to the World Health Organization. Consequently, it has advised not to drink more than 5 cups, or 1 liter of tea per week, and not to eat tea leaves.
1: Oh my god. Let me tell you my personal story. A few years ago, I moved away from Japantown. So, I no longer bought high-quality green tea from Japan. Therefore, I bought organic green tea from a health food store. I figured, if it is organic, and came from a health food store, I should not worry about the quality of the green tea. I was wrong. You just said. It does not matter whether the tea is organic or not, because heavy metals come from polluted environment, where the tea is grown. In addition, you mentioned that, China is the leading exporter of tea to the United States. I am pretty sure that the organic tea I bought, came from China, loaded with heavy metals. Unfortunately, on the tea package, it did not say made in China but it listed something like distributed and packaged in the United States. Because tea bags are considered processed items, they are not required to list the country of origin. To make the long story short, I did everything wrong. I let the green tea bags steep in hot water for a long time, and even let it sit in water overnight. Then, I drank at least 4 to 6 cups of tea per day. I did all that to get the antioxidant benefits from green tea. But according to the study, that is a full toxic load. No wonder I had unexplainable high blood pressure. I work out every day and only eat healthy and less salty food. My doctor wanted to put me on blood pressure medication. After reading the side effects about blood pressure medication, I decided to investigate the matter myself. Lucky for me, someone told me to stop drinking tea, because it may come from China, and I did stop. Miraculously, my blood pressure became normal after a few months. Today, if I crave for green tea, I would drink a small cup of tea from Japan, but let it sit in water for 10 seconds only. Every time I think about tea, I imagine how much heavy metals my body has accumulated from the two years that I had drank a lot of Chinese tea.
0: Joanna, the study said that, heavy metals were detected in tea from many other countries too, but a larger dose came from Chinese tea, particularly cadmium. So, do not assume that tea from Japan does not contain heavy metals. The key is moderation. If you cut off all the food that you enjoy, you will deprive yourself from the pleasure of living. As mentioned in our previous podcast about cadmium and Chinese rice. Cadmium is a very harmful heavy metal. Cadmium absorbed by the body will concentrate in the kidneys and liver. Cadmium is a cumulative toxin. Due to slow excretion, cadmium accumulates in the body over a lifetime. If too much accumulates in the body, cadmium harms the liver, kidneys, respiratory tract, and bones. It has also been linked to a variety of cancers. Going back to what we said earlier, please examine your lifestyle and food sources, before assuming that it is genetic. Who would know that heavy metals in tea can cause high blood pressure in Joanna's case?
1: Let's talk about fluoride in tea. This is a mystery. I am confused about the benefits and harmful effects of fluoride.
0: The benefits of fluoride for the prevention of dental cavities has led to the addition of fluoride into toothpaste, water, milk, and salt. However, scientific evidence suggests that the use of topical fluoride sources, such as toothpastes, is the most effective way in preventing dental cavities. Fluoride is not essential for tooth development. It can contribute to the prevention of caries but caries is not a fluoride deficiency disease. Fluoride can be present in rain, with its concentration increasing significantly upon exposure to volcanic activity, or atmospheric pollution, derived from burning fossil fuels, or other sorts of industry. Rapid industrialization has resulted in increased emissions of fluoride. Since 1930s, many scientific studies have found tea to contain fluoride. Fluoride accumulates mostly in the leaves of the tea plant. A substantial amount of fluoride is released during hot tea infusion. The gastrointestinal tract can absorb 100% of fluoride from tea, which is similar to that from drinking water. In a study published by the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health, researchers found that black and green tea varieties have the highest concentration of fluoride. High fluoride concentration in tea products can pose a significant health risk if tea is consumed excessively. Fluoride is a cumulative toxin. The rate of increase in fluoride bone levels is almost threefold higher among tea drinkers compared to non-tea drinkers. Therefore, drinking more than five liters of tea per week may result in dental or skeletal fluorosis when fluoride accumulates in the bone progressively over many years. In addition, harmful effects of fluoride include weakening the heart, damaging the brain and nervous system, disrupting hormone balance, and damaging the liver and kidneys.
1: Wow, that was my case. I was drinking at least 5 liters of green tea per week for sure. This reminds me of my old neighbor. One time I saw him carrying 5 gallons of tea from the supermarket. He told me that he liked drinking tea. Because it is healthier than soft drinks. The guy has all kinds of health problems, including liver and kidney diseases. I wish I knew about these facts back then, to tell him to drink tea in moderation. Matthew, you are using big words. What is dental fluorosis?
0: Dental fluorosis is... The appearance of faint white lines or streaks on the teeth that only occurs when younger children consume too much fluoride. In moderate to severe fluorosis, teeth are weakened and suffer permanent physical damage.
1: How about, skeletal fluorosis?
0: Skeletal fluorosis is a serious condition, resulting from chronic ingestion of large amounts of fluoride, over many years, during periods of bone growth and, or remodeling. Bone remodeling is a lifelong process, where mature bone tissue is removed from the skeleton. In the first year of life, almost 100% of the skeleton is replaced. In adults, remodeling proceeds at about 10% per year. In skeletal fluorosis, the bones are generally weaker than normal, with stiffness, and pain in the joints, as the early symptoms.
1: Okay let me ask you a couple of questions if excessive fluoride is harmful to health why are some states still adding fluoride to the tap water also how come doctors do not know about these facts about tea to tell their patients to drink tea in moderation like smoking cigarettes
0: joanna i know that california does not add fluoride to tap water but some other states do Adding fluoride to tap water comes from the old school. Many years ago, fluoride was thought to be beneficial to health by preventing cavities. As I mentioned earlier, science is an ongoing process. Scientists discover new information every day. The answer is, get a water filter that can filter out fluoride and heavy metals, if you plan to drink tap water. Brushing teeth with fluorinated water is fine, just don't drink it. Regarding doctors not knowing about harmful toxins in tea. Well, some doctors died from cancer as well. They are trained in medical school to diagnose the health issue. Then, prescribe medications to fix the problem. They are not required, and don't have the time to dig into toxic food supply from China. It is not their specialty. It is the same as asking me, why doesn't your dentist tell you where to shop for your clothes? But why not? if he cannot stand the way you dress.
1: (laughs) Ha ha ha, you are funny.
0: By popular demand, we recently added this portion to the tea podcast in attempt to give the answer to some of our listeners. The question is, do we have American-grown tea? The answer is, yes, we do. In the United States, Charleston Tea Garden, located on Wadmala Island, outside of Charleston, South Carolina, is the only large-scale tea plantation in the U.S., with 127 acres. Smaller-scale commercial farms are located in the states of Alabama, Hawaii, Oregon, South Carolina, and Washington.
1: Charleston Tea Garden I am so glad that we have made an America tea. Let's tell their story.
0: The Charleston Tea Garden's History In the late 1700s, tea bushes, also known as Camellia sinensis, first arrived in the United States from China. Several attempts were made in South Carolina over the next 150 years to propagate and produce tea for consumption, but none were successful. Not until 1888, when Dr. Charles Shepard founded the Pinehurst Tea Plantation in Somerville, South Carolina did American-grown tea become a reality. In Somerville, Dr. Shepard created award-winning teas until his death in 1915. After his passing, the Pinehurst Tea Plantation closed and Dr. Shepard's tea plants grew wild for the next 45 years.
1: Basically after his death, no one took care of his tea business.
0: In 1963, a 127-acre potato farm located on Wadmala Island in the low country of South Carolina was purchased and Shepherd's tea plants were transplanted from Pinehurst to the farm. For the next 24 years, research was conducted on this experimental farm. In 1987, William Barclay Hall purchased the land. Hall, a third-generation tea taster, who received his formal training during a four-year tea apprenticeship in London, England, converted the research and development farm to a commercial operation. Thanks to Hall's vision the Charleston Tea Garden was founded. During his 17-year tenure, his original American Classic tea became the first tea ever to be made with 100% tea grown in America. For almost 30 years, American Classic has been immensely popular with tea lovers.
1: In 2003, seeking additional financing, Bill reached out to his longtime friends, the Bigelow family. A partnership arrangement was worked out, and the Bigelow Tea Company bought the garden. The Bigelows brought 65 years of experience in the specialty tea business to the garden, and the American Classic brand. Since 2003, the Charleston Tea Garden has transformed into a true American icon. American Classic Tea has maintained its faithful fan since its start in the late 1980s, And thanks to Bill Hall's creativity, many new teas have been added under the Charleston Tea Garden brand.
0: They offer educational tour of their tea factory. You get to walk the entire length of their tea production building, where you can see all the equipment to produce tea. They also offer a 45-minute trolley ride, which makes a stop at their state-of-the-art greenhouse. For those who are interested... Their website is charlestonteagarden.com.
1: By the way, Charleston is spelled like the city of Charleston in South Carolina. Before the tea podcast, I went on Amazon and ordered two boxes of tea. One is called the Charleston Tea Plantation Cinnamon Spice Tea, and the other one is green tea. I love green tea and want to compare this one to my favorite Japanese green tea. For your information, in 2020, they changed their name from Charleston Tea Plantation to Charleston Tea Garden. But I guess they are still using their old tea boxes on Amazon.
0: Really? Let me know if you like their tea. I will go on Amazon to buy some for myself as well. The contents of this podcast are from China Death Food by Ah Bonbon LLC. This is the end of our podcast. Thank you for listening. Please visit our website at abonbon.com for more resources and publication.
1: You may also buy us coffee by clicking on the support show link. Thank you and have a great day.